Podcast. Hello, fellow Lushes. Hello, hello. Wanted to uh, just give you a quick little... Quick uh, intro. Intro to this show because it's a little different than the, than the previous ones. Because um, no special guest. Special so guest. we're not having any drinks. We're not having any top 10, top, top five list. Right. Um, just some random talk with our... Got kind of a big deal this week. What you're about to hear is you know, a conversation between three gentlemen, and luckily for you, one of them is a professional at being funny. Our friend, stand-up comedian Mike Merrifield, joined us this week. He had the pleasure. He joined us for this show, I should say. Yeah, yeah. appreciate him stopping by. Yeah, did us a did us a big favor. He did, and uh, yeah, I I know I laughed a lot. I know you laughed a lot. <laughs> I laughed a lot. So hopefully, all you lushes will laugh a lot. Get your get your cocktails ready. Get yourself. Good lubricated and uh, any any drink you want. You don't even have to listen to any drink you want this week. Kick back and enjoy this funny as fuck episode. Welcome, fellow lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. <laughs> that one too many times do I? Well, <laughs> I you guys, uh, do you have any format whatsoever to your show yeah normally we, we do, do but we well, yeah. out the window for you yeah oh, okay. <laughs> yeah we straight stream of what do you call that stream of conscience Con- no, uh, theater of the mind theater of the mind, theater of the yeah. mind. speaking of which i'm gonna go have a cigarette by the pool <laughs> <laughs> sweet oh you got new umbrellas out here the deck looks Yeah. Go ahead and take a dip. It's tubbing. Put your toe in. Just a toe. In our uh, paradise. Yeah, that's where we are. That's where we're in paradise. Yeah, our studio can... Fuck Joe Rogan. Imagine what our (laughs) studio looks like. Phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that sign. We have a tape sign. (laughs) I do got to get a new one. I got to work on getting that. Yeah. Printed out. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to be professional around here, the least we could do is have the correct logo on the wall. Yeah, I gotta figure out how to put my computer up to that uh, printer. Oh yeah, I thought okay, yeah. Yeah, he quit. I know, but I thought he was gonna. I gotta text. I gotta text him. Yeah. He'll walk me through it. Okay. Was that nice? Because he texted me um, last weekend. I think he was down in Milwaukee. Him and his wife and some friends were out at a hotel at the Fister, and he was like, "What's a good drink?" (laughs) What's a good drink? He's like, "What can I order and not look like a fool?" (laughs) Kind of thing, and I'm like. Oh, okay. So I gave him some suggestions. And, and old, just an old-fashioned, I would imagine. I said, try it, but old-fashioned. But make sure, I said, that. make sure they ask them first if they model it. And then uh, he said, then he goes back, he's like, they ordered me a Bloody Mary. And then he sent me a picture, you know, but it's because it's got all the crap sticking out of it. And he's like, what do I do with the beer? <laughs> like, he, I don't know if does he Does he never drink? He does, but I think he just drinks beer. Oh, okay. You know? No, he drinks okay. a lot. I was going to say, like, what do I do with the he beer? Gets, he doesn't know if he... I had to pour it in after or after you drink, but I, he wasn't sure. So I just said, "No, just chaser." Wow. I think his words were, "How do I how do I drink this without looking like a fool in front of these my older friends or older something he was with?" Ah, well, we just gave away a secret. He was a good guy. 
and you just threw him straight under the bus. No, oh, he's a good guy. I know, he's but a terrific guy. but if everybody's listening now, they're all going to know what you just talked about. I didn't mention his name. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, I don't know his a, name. A, a gentleman. I don't know his name. Good. I can't. I can't give it up. Can't divulge a secret. That's a good guy. So, pretty soon, as you heard, yeah. If Mike comes in from the hot tub, I don't know. Once he gets in the hot tub, he might stay there. <laughs> that's how many hotties are down there right now. Well, that's true. We love to talk about that. We used to have uh, on our ski trip. We had a hot tub. Oh, a communal hot tub. Oh, communal. Yeah. Yeah. When we when we rented out the, the chalets. Chalets. Uh, There's a lot of good years, and but you have to walk down in the cold to get to the hot tub, which is nice. Oh, the hot tub that Bill spent an entire. <laughs> What, 36 hours in one time? Jeez. What? <laughs> Bill sat in that hot tub at fucking uh, Whitecap for... He did. It was at it least was hours. 24 hours. It was what? like, we got... <laughs> I swear he was there in the morning. Like, it was... <laughs> we kept it, checking it, out. It was like 1 in the afternoon until like 7 in the morning. Oh, my God. He sat in that motherfucker all day. He just sat there. And we, we'd bring him beer and we'd check on him. <laughs> People would be going in and out of the tub, you know? <laughs> and he just never left. And someone would fall every year because it was icy as fuck. <laughs> you would fall down the stairs. Dude, how come we don't do those ski trips anymore, man? I just died out. It's too bad. I those think are... everybody got families and shit. Right. And like, real yeah. responsibilities. But like all that shit that you have. I don't... Uh... I married one of the people that we went to the trip with. You know, yeah. just, that screwed everything up. That's where, well, I think we all fucked up there, but... <laughs> Twice. I used to look forward to that trip so much every year because yeah. that was back when I had real jobs and I would <laughs> like work and it was like the only time of year where I got to just fucking party and left. and the fact that we could all smoke weed there back then was really cool that everyone was cool with it and but, dude it was, was yeah, so fun was, man it was so fun it was like I would pack so much shit into my van and shit and fucking I would bring so much <laughs> shit with we did yeah I'd bring the PlayStation with we'd play poker I mean it was all like, I thought, I'm thinking, like, because I retired from snowboarding because I fucked up both knees. I bruised my coccyx once, and it hurt for literally two fucking years. Your cock? My coccyx, you know, my tailbone or oh. whatever. And uh, it hurt for two years, so I just, I said, fuck it. I got a concussion once. I'm just, I'm done fucking snowboarding. I'm too, oh, I broke my collarbone. I took my nephew... I took my nephew. I was in Denver. I was in Denver doing a gig. I fly my fucking nephew out. He's, uh, uh-huh. I think he was 16 at the time. I flew him to Denver, pick him up from the airport. We drive up in the fucking mountains. We go to, I think it was Brackenridge or something. First fucking rundown, dude. I'm halfway down the fucking mountain. I fucking, Showing off to your nephew is what you're doing. I was just looking back to see if he was okay, which is you should never, because the board follows your head. Yeah. So I looked yeah. back to see where he was, and I caught that tail edge and started going backwards. And at the last second, I just turned the brake. Oh shit! And I fucking snapped my collarbone. I didn't uh, snap it in half, but I fractured it. Okay. Okay. And I immediately like felt like fucking puking. I felt terrible, oh, man. So you knew. And, uh, you knew something was. Yeah, up. I knew, and I was like, "We gotta get down there, bro." And uh, we went down, and uh, of course it was beautiful. You know, it was like I felt like it was like. I don't know, it was probably like 30 degrees, but it felt like 60 up there in the mountains. Sure. So close to the sun. Yeah, I've never skied up there. Never and skied I had up eaten there. edibles and shit, and I was high. <laughs> and I just sat on a bench. I go, bro, like, I don't want you to not be able to ride, but I can't. I'm terrified to go again. When I was 20, <laughs> I would have I rode out the rest of the day. Sure, been sure. Careful, but 
I felt sick, man. I felt like I was, really? I'm, I'm old. Like, what well, was probably fucking seven, eight years ago. But okay. yeah, I'm old at the time. So I, I just sat on this bench and watched people ski. And he, he took two more runs on a snowboard. And he's like, ah, I'm good, Uncle Mike. I think he felt bad for me. Right, right. And because I said, we'll go to the hospital. I go, they can't do anything for me, but maybe they'll give me like a, we'll go to the a pain pill or something. You know, I'm like, maybe I can get some fucking pills out right? of this. Because yeah. it fucking hurt, man. I mean, it was fucking, oh, it was such a shock. And then we went to the, uh, so we did. Because there's not any, they can't, they, they can't, can't do anything anyway. Even if it snapped in half, they can't do anything. They just put your arm in a sling and say, hey, see you later. Wow. Yeah, there's nothing they can do, but, uh. Was so that we the last show time up. you, the last time you snowboarded? That was the last time I snowboarded, yeah. Really? We showed up to the hospital, though, it was kind of funny, because, uh, <laughs> we showed up to the hospital, and, uh. I mean, you think of it from their point of view in Denver, like, everybody's pill seekers. This is back when everybody was looking for pills. Like, that was the big thing. People go to the doctor and look for pills. Sure, sure. I legitimately needed pain pills. Like, I was in legitimate pain. But I think the fact that I walked in there with my nephew, they maybe thought I was some kind of fucking weirdo with like that hangs out with young boys, and I'm just in there trying to get drugs. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like sure. that was the vibe they were giving me. And okay. I was like, I was trying to let him know, like, no, I'm fucking pretty sure, you know. And, and he's like, well, we'll give you one Vicodin. They gave me one Vicodin. One. So I, felt, I felt good for two hours. And then after that, I was like, all right, I guess it hurts go, again. What am I going to do tomorrow? Got to go buy more edibles, I guess. You know? Right. And, I, and honestly, man, edibles work better than oh, do pain they? pills. I think they do. For pain yeah, like that? I think they oh, do. Oh, okay. I think they keep your I mean, pain pills feel good for a little bit, but. Pain pills, full disclosure, they they work better when you're depressed. When you're depressed and you legitimately feel like shit in your life and you eat a painkiller, you know, it, any kind of an opiate or whatever, it just floods your brain with all the, the good stuff. Man. Right, you yeah. You feel fucking right. great. You flood it with dopamine. Yep. Yeah. But when you take opiates and you're actually at a good place in your life and you're, like, happy already, they don't really do shit. Yeah. It's yeah. a very weird thing. I've experienced. I've been on both sides. Sure. Where I'm super okay. sad and That's they fucking work great. But then I've tried them at better times in my life when I'm happy and everything's good and I'm not in a depressed state, which I was in for a long time. But and they they legit like they feel good, but it's not like it was. Like when it when you're depressed and you you take it, it's just this immediate. As soon as it kicks in, this immediate feeling of ah fucking everything's okay. And so I can see why. Like, I really think the key to addiction is depression. I really think that most people that drink a lot, most people that yeah, absolutely. do a lot of drugs and, and really love opiates, they feel like shit 99% of the time. So that Anything legit. to get them going. Yeah, right. So, so once you can yeah. get them to a place where they're not depressed, the stu- they wouldn't need the like we're that. treating the we're not treating the correct problem the correct problem I'll is just depression. throwing shit at it to get it going. Dude, life's depressing, man. Like yeah, life man. can seem like it's going along great one day. And then the next day, your whole fucking world falls apart. Man. Absolutely. I think we've Nothing all been there. prepares you yeah. for it. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah, absolutely. So when I, you I, get in those spots, somebody gives you an Oxycontin, you chew it up, and you feel good for five <laughs> or six hours. And you're like, and, I want to be... you know it's temporary. You know when you wake up, all your problems are there, but... But then you say, I want to do that again. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be in that spot again. Yeah, I got some Vicodin for after something with my tooth, and I went to work and I took it, and I was like, it just... I felt weird. I went home. I remember going home. I remember wow, like you're, you're a pussy. Adam. Um, <laughs> yeah. I cried in the cradle position. You like that squeaky chair? Is that chair just as squeaky? Because this thing know. is like. Is it? I mean, legit. I'm trying not to move at all. Yeah, there's no moving. 
Yeah, I mean, well, guys, guys, I might suggest like some less squeaky chairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need to come in and make all these there, demands. There's and one and more insult. Up. Yeah, not an insult. These are back ends. These, these are, are high quality. These chairs are like ones, thirty years this old. This one's a million times better. Okay. Yeah, I'm not allowed to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're they're literally thirty years old. I don't even know how old they are. The ski trips were great because like I never had. Uh, like, yeah, those are fun. like a bunch of friends in high school. Like you always see all the the ski ski school movies and all these rich fucks that used to get to go skiing all the time, you know. So <laughs> it was really cool to go up there and then do that level of partying because that's legitimately what it was about. It really, I mean, the majority of the time you wouldn't even ski more than a couple hours right. or snowboard for more. Than the a beauty was hours. we stayed right on the hill. Oh. So we could we could stop in, your, yeah. have Dude, a few drinks right to the fucking porch, bro, right like in the movie, porch. like in the movie. Yep. Man. And yep. the one time Dean fucking climbed up on the roof and went off the roof, and <laughs> you know, right. and there was that steep hill right behind right it, where at the end of the day you would ride that steep the last thing, black diamond, and the yeah. uh, to get to our thing. Yeah, and it was like legit scary, and I had no idea how to snowboard, so I like learned how to snowboard on those trips. Oh, you did. The first time we went, I had a fucking down jacket, dude, <laughs> which is legit the worst fucking thing you could have in the winter time in Wisconsin. So you were in a, you were in a, I, I just know. I think I was wearing work go- gloves, bro. Like, you were. I remember that. I remember that. You showed up. I had nothing, dude. I had nothing. I was so poor, bro. I completely remember that. It's hilarious. And I remember having to like save for those trips. Like it, sure, it cost sure. more money. Like I didn't make shit back then, but I remember that being a priority. Is like having oh, enough money for the ski so trip. Man. We had gone be- before Mike. We had started through work. Yeah. And asked me on when I started there. And after a couple of years, we asked Bill um, to come on. And then and he invited you. And then the, then all the snowboarder boys came. You know, because we were all skiers till then. Until yeah. Bill came. Bunch of two plank and faggots. Right. Well, we were. <laughs> Tried not to hold it against you, but I've never been able to look at you <laughs> straight in the face since then. Uh, <laughs> um, and we I kind of didn't even want to do this podcast because you're a skier. Because I'm a skier. I'm a two plank. Yeah, like, I'm me. either. Ah, well, we me. always rented the upstairs, and then we got so. So to be many fair, people I, at one time, you guys just rented the whole downstairs. To be fair, we I had the whole thing at one time. We had the whole thing at some yeah. time. I'm neither because I never got invited to one of these weekends. That's a shame, man. Yeah. You I, don't, I, mean, I got friended in by Bill. Yeah. Bill just brought me yeah. along as an extra, but... But you, you guys got enough, you know. I mean, I, Dude, it was great. And, and by the way, it, it wasn't just skiing and it wasn't just sitting in the lodge. Like, one of the... Uh, we hardly went to the lodge. One of the traditions was to go into town. On Saturday and go night. to the strip joint and go to all the shitty bars and uh, this tiny fucking Hurley uh, Wisconsin. Hurley, Hurley Wisconsin. Dude, it was great. I remember some people got blowjobs at strip clubs <laughs> in, in the back because they had coke. I mean, a lot of good things happened out there, man. A lot of good things happened. You know what never happened? Somebody. Is wow. We, we never conned women into coming they back. They didn't come back. Wow, no, I wonder why. the deal. <laughs> Tried, though. It wasn't from lack of trying. Well, I, it's hard to feel the deal because they're all up there on vacation, too, and they're probably staying in a dope place. You're going to be like, hey, we got this dope place. They're like, yeah. Yeah, so everybody does. Yeah, we're rich. <laughs> we so got one, too. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to group 15 of us together to get one, either. Well, we did. Yeah, we never did get anyone to come back. Like, yeah. We did try, though. We no, tried. I, I feel like... I feel like somebody had to have gotten laid because we did try a lot. We would go. It was like a dance club. It was like the one, the one club, and we got a fight every year. Yeah. When somebody in the group got not a, not a real fight, but an attempted fight, or yeah, like yeah. gotten a 
put I, drum. I don't, I don't play that shit, man. Everyone, every year, playing. somebody would because we would go there and we would just dance and we were. You know who would do that? It's fucking Josh Povich. Man. I love Povich, <laughs> but Povich would try to start fights in bars, and I'm like, why the fuck are you yep. doing that, man? Why the fuck are you? Josh doing came that? for a lot of years. He came. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we had so much fun at that. I mean, I remember. Now you used to video record. The shit oh, I have tons of videos. Of You've that, got that. to have tons of Dude, footage. Dude, I was. A, here's what fucking bothers me about these goddamn <laughs> cell phones and everybody shooting videos of everything. I was considered a fucking nerd because I always you carried are. around a camcorder. Yeah. Like literally from 19 years old until, you know, I got my first iPhone and realized yeah. it was stupid <laughs> to carry a fucking camera. Carrying a brick around, I, yeah. I mean, I have. A thousand tapes, probably, of just all kinds of shit. All the ski trips. Like, every year I would film all kinds of shit. And, yeah, I felt like a douche kind of at the time for doing it and all that. And, like, everyone looks at you weird when you hold the camera up back then. But, goddamn, if I don't have some cool fucking videos a long time ago, you know? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, we got to just watch those. Yeah, you know what I want to do is... So glad you brought them, because... you got to get a sponsor on here that, like, digitizes shit. Because that's what I need to do. Okay. send all those tapes. Because it's all, like... High eight and you know, old fucking uh, eight millimeter. I don't even know what they are anymore. I can't even remember. But I went through all the phases of different kinds of sure. tapes. Yeah. VHS yeah. and then all better. these things yeah. and mini mini DVs and like I've gone through all of it. Just boxes and boxes of it. And I do it with my kids too, man. I take so many photos and videos and right. I could give a fuck. And I don't know that kids will ever appreciate it like we do because Mm-mm. nobody else had a camera back then. Nobody else was carrying around a camera. So not, like, not a video. I, I had I always brought a camera. And you know, I, I get jealous of is young people that have video of them when they were kids. Yeah. Like, there's there's younger people that are like, oh, yeah, I have video. Like, there was no video of right. us when we were kids. No, like, no, there's no, there's, there's no video of me until I'm 19 when I bought the fucking camcorder. Sure. <laughs> like, there's no video evidence of me before that. Because a lot of, yeah, families couldn't afford it. Yeah, nobody had that Nobody shit. had cameras, yeah. But now, like, so it's just a not my kids. Like, I'll show them a cute picture of, their, of them when they were younger or a cute video, and they're just like, mm, yeah, cool. Yeah. Right, like, right. What do you mean? It's you when you were younger. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I remember it. Like, I'm what do still, I care? I'm I don't still young. Like, I remember, yeah, right. that was only two years ago. I remember it. You know? <laughs> My head's not clouded with a bunch of shit like yours is because you're an adult. <laughs> I can enjoy life mm-hmm. right now. Uh, yeah, you know, I just kind of faded out. Um, it's too bad, too, because those are... Uh, I think we should do it again, but listen, I retired from snowboarding, but yeah, I'm not even going to bring riding gear. I think we should just rent it just to sit around that place and fucking party again. Fine. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot that you have to ski, isn't it? No, no we, had people, we had people that came up and they didn't ski. They just yeah. would, would yeah. hang out and they would... I'm too fucking old to learn to ski. Dude, there were people, uh, what's his name that works with you? What's, uh, uh, if we're allowed to use names. The, the main guy that put it all together. And God damn it, he works with you. His wife works with you. Um, we'll put it together. He was up there every year. Like He kind of helped organize it and stuff. Um, uh, well, God damn it, what's his name? You know his name? He always had a mug. He had a special mug for it. Todd. Was it Todd? Yeah. Todd. Um, I forgot what I was bringing up Todd, but... Todd always, uh, he helped arrange it, the old, you know, the, the originals. His wife never came. He, um, he he felt to me to be the guy that, like, this is what we do when we're here, everybody. Okay? Yes, when he, he was, come up, he he was, was one of the ambassadors. Like, he was yeah. An ambassador, is he that was. what it was? Yeah, it's like, check with Todd. Todd. To see if it's, cool. <laughs> see if it's cool to put Bill into his sled because he's passed out and oh, my God. down the house. So or run down the hill in we, front of the house. We did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Bill got decorated every year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every Sounds year, he right. would be yeah. like, yeah. Kevin, 
I'm not passing out this year, and then all of a sudden he'd be passed out. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I just yeah. gotta decorate you, and yeah, it yeah. was so fun. Oh, so, dude, I remember you're making me remember like when people would pass out at the kitchen table, and then yeah. we would stack things on them. We would stack like <laughs> chips and anything that was around, and anything. Would, Anything. I probably I have video of all that. I'm I sure know. I have video of people with shit stacked on them. We were when I was going through the pictures. Uh-huh. I was going through a bunch of them um, with my daughters, and they would see them, and I'm like, this one's impressive because somebody was passed out, and we had three Pringle cans stacked. Yeah, that, that is, yeah, I three. Like I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was like that's impressive. That, yeah, that is. And then we got um, that dowel with the paper towel dolly was landed up in someone out of. Somebody oh, different every year. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Different. And then you were a little nervous there. I'm like, what someone are you doing had, with that thing? Someone put their balls on Joel or something. I think there's a picture of balls on Joel's forehead. Like it was just the most juvenile. But it we're was all so adults, dude. We it's so not like we it's not like we were like 18 years old. We were like so 25. Juvenile. Is there 16. is there a video of balls on Joel's head? There's a I'm pretty sure there is. <laughs> I know I had a photo. I had I a, a raw photo. hot dog snugged in my zipper. And then it was in his mouth because he was slept with it open. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. We maybe slide I the hot just, dog in. Oh, yeah, maybe I just wished it was balls. We wished it was maybe, balls. Maybe in my when I jerked off to it later, <laughs> I added balls to it. I don't know. But no, it was just like. But it was. It, it we had 48 hours, right? We we leave at Friday morning. It took four hours to get to the place, and then people just start drinking uh, right away. And Todd, we drank the whole drive up. We drank the whole drive up. That's where Todd, yeah. I stole the idea yeah. from him. You had a video of that. Go ahead. I made a, a video. It, he called it the, oh, I call it the Wisconsin can cooler. But basically, if you got beer, you're driving up and your beer's getting warm. Yeah. You just take a sock off, throw it in your sock, and hang it out the window of the car. And you roll the window up on the sock. <laughs> And it doesn't take long. No, if it's like ten degrees, three, twenty four, degrees, three, five minutes. Yeah, four or five minutes. You got oh, really? fucking ice you pull cold. Pull that in. Reel it back in. It's ice cold. <laughs> but I just call it. I made a little video. That's fantastic. Or whatever. Well, but yeah, Todd exposed me to that too. The first time he was like, uh, oh, "All our beer's warm." He's like, "Well, here." Yeah, I remember. And he literally had a sock like ready for that. Yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. a middle council. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. here, put it in here. Yeah, that's his beer sock. Yeah, my beer sock. Yeah, that makes sense. So one time I remember driving up. Because I drove up with Todd every year. Um, and what time we had uh, four windows, we had four socks sticking out because oh, I remember that warm. the first time I saw it is I was with oh, Billy okay. probably behind you and I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then I think Bill explained it or someone explained it, but yeah, I was like, that's just fucking brilliant. And then dude. you roll it up, you really pull it is. in, put another one, stick it out. Yeah. And yeah, you you're ready. Fill your beer. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it worked perfect. Yeah. And I've never been like a, uh, drinking while I'm driving kind of a guy. So I was always just impressed with everyone's ability to drink. Like, I'm not a drinker. I, I'll, I'll drink probably three tonight, and I'll, I, I might even feel shitty tomorrow. Like, I don't, it's not, I don't have the gene. Sure. I'm, I'm way more of a pothead, always have been. Sure. It, it works for me. But I was always impressed with the level of drinking that you guys would do. Like, you would, four-hour drive, you would legit start Sorry, on the fucking drive. Then we would stop and have breakfast. Yep. And then we would ride the whole, like, you guys would be up until 3, 4 the next morning, literally drinking the entire fucking time. Oh, like, non-stop. I can't even fathom it, dude. Non-stop. I drink four beers, I'm going to be so tired. I just, oh. it doesn't work with my system, and I'm glad. Well, obviously, we were younger, too. But yeah, I can't yeah. do it anymore, but I know. Boy, yeah, it was not, it was like, it was everyone in the car. Okay, dude, how about fucking driving back from those bars at 2 in the morning, and all the people... Like, we had to pull Dean out of a ditch. I remember, <laughs> I, could, I still can't believe this happened. I had a little <laughs> Nissan Pathfinder 
They're actually pretty good trucks. It was like a 94, and I put like really nice, gnarly off-road tires on All or right. whatever. And we were coming back from the bar. Everyone's fucked up. And I mentioned I don't drink because I always ended up being the designated driver. So keep in mind, whenever we would go to those bars, I was almost always sober because I, I volunteered to drive. Okay. So I didn't drink a lot, but... Yeah, so I had... And Gary. Gary was the other driver. Oh, fucking Gary, too, when Gary was there. Well, Gary, it doesn't matter if he's sober. He'll drive no matter what. (laughs) No, not that Gary. Gary, the bald Gary. Oh, the other Gary. Yeah, yeah. Gary, remember we kept calling him? I didn't even interrupt you, but um, the one year he got us home in the storm, and we called him Allah. Oh, yeah. The driving god. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, he's still... He's retired now. I mean, that was a lot of of the fun, too. And it would snow so much. And I fucking love driving in the snow. So it was always an adventure coming back. Yeah. But, yeah, then we came back, and there was a guy in the ditch. He had a full-size Chevy, like, really jacked up, like, fucking extra cab, fucking big Chevy truck, and a full enclosed fucking snowmobile trailer that holds, like, eight snowmobiles. And he was fucking in the fucking ditch. Oh, shit. That's... <laughs> yeah. And we pulled up, and I was like, you know, is there anything we can help you with or whatever? He's like, you think you can pull me out? And I'm like, I got a little neat stuff back on me. And I was like, fuck yeah, we can try. Oh, well, fuck yeah. I had a toe strap in the back. You did, yeah. And I go, just hook it up. And, uh... We pushed? Nobody pushed anything, no? dude. I just put that fucking thing in four... Lo- I think it was the fact that we had, like, six people in it weighting it down. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. So a little extra track. The goal was yeah. the least, least amount of cars going to town that we could. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, we just... Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, dude, we fucking pulled that guy right out of that fucking ditch. None of us could believe it. I was like, what no. the fuck? <laughs> I thought I would just, spin a tire and go, hey, buddy, sorry. We but just we witnessed so a miracle. Sorry, pal. <laughs> But legit, it was just like, I just fucking ripped that thing. I'm like, it's a little Nissan Pathfinder, man. Yeah, right. just memories like that. And then you just, at some point, you become an adult, and you just don't do shit like that anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame. We should do more it shit It still like is that. funny like that. We had, we had, everybody that went had fun. Like I said, oh there were people God. that went, they didn't ski, they just hung out right, at the yeah. chalet. Yeah. Um, I did, I snowboarded my first time there one time. I borrowed someone's snowboard. Never again. I, yeah, I, remember, I feel story? like I remember that day. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed the next day. Uh, yeah, I feel like I remember that. Because yeah. I, I, oh, I, I literally that. got up the next morning because I would, I've never, I've never, and I've been seeing since I was a kid, I've never fallen and hit so hard in my life except for that yeah. one afternoon I tried snowboarding and it was just, bam, my head. Bam, yeah, my dude, head. it's like the margin of, margin oh, of error. Like, yes. I've never skied. Right. But I look at it and I go, that would be so much easier. Because the problem is, is you're turning your body sideways. Exactly. And your head, if you even come off of that straight ahead view for a second, your body follows it and you catch that tail edge or the front edge. So it's literally like... I did that every time. You can ski, I'd imagine, and like look around at shit. Yeah. And like fucking enjoy it. Like you're right. Like snowboard, like wherever your fucking head goes. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's I just, how I got the concussion. I caught the tail edge one uh, time up at Ski Brule. And hit the fucking ice, and because it's the ice up there, it's just fucking groomed ice, and uh, just everything, and uh, immediately everything looked green. The sky looked green, the snow <laughs> looked green. Like it looked yep. like I had on a pair of sunglasses. I never had a concussion. That's good. Yeah, and I went and I did the right thing, and I went and laid in my dad's van that I had borrowed and smoked weed and slept for oh, four that's hours. that's the right thing. Yeah. Which is exactly what you should do after you <laughs> exactly get your Exactly when you get a concussion. <laughs> and no one said anything. They're like, alright, man, I'm like, I'm gonna go in there, fucking hit my head, and everything, you're green right now. And they're like, alright, man, have a good nap. Like, no one gave a shit. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> but uh, when literally hurt for two weeks. A certain person brought up uh, pot brownies, and he brought them out, 
so brownies are, you know, brown. He cuts them, he pulls a piece out, and I'm like, they're green. He put so much pot in them. Oh, wow. They were literally green. I don't know if I remember that. I don't remember no? eating them. They were, I didn't eat them. They were, he brought them out in the uh, parking lot, like the day, because we always get oh, there. Oh, no, 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 I do remember some cookies that were green. Oh, I remember right. some chocolate chip cookies that legit. I thought he made both. I mean, it could be all yeah, three yeah, years. Yeah. I know, well, but you're right. You're right. The, the cookies thing. are green, That too. guy always had snacks. That's what I loved about <laughs> that guy. You'd get there, and he'd be like, hey, man, you want a cookie? And be like, fuck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, legit, his chocolate chip cookies looked fucking green. They're and I was like, mint, mint chocolate chip? Pull back on the grass a little bit, man. So the story, the story I told my, my two daughters was about uh, Todd um, and with his mug. He had this... Leather? It was like yeah, a leather the deal with the mug. I just remember him having. He a had that every mug. year. It was his drinking mug. He got from somewhere. I had no idea, but it was like wooden, like made out of wood, but it was like a leather strap. But it was just a mug. Interesting. He would, he, okay. Vikingish, right? Yeah, and he would. We'd oh. always get like a half barrel and bring it up, so we had tap beer. And one year he was so screwed up, and he, you know, we play the card games, and every time we're would be going, you know, cheers or sociable, blah blah blah. Yeah. But Todd was standing like right where the doorway was by himself with his mug. He's just fucking wrecked. And so every time we go sociable, you know, he would just raise his mug. And as we go, so we're done playing the game, and all of a sudden, I don't know who I was with. I'm like, watch Todd. <laughs> He's sitting by himself, standing by himself by the, the thing. Every once in a while, you'd just be watching up and he'd go, he would up, like show, nobody said a word. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. just kind of kept raising his mug like, cheers. <laughs> You had trained him. Dude, I felt like he he was the one he was the one that needed it the most and made the most of it. He made the most of it. I really do feel like he was the one that was that's why I feel like he was the ambassador, because I really do feel like Nobody embodied the ski trip quite like him, man. Like and he had it, great, it, Grateful Dead skis. The second, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had everything. He would all. He'd be the guy that have a joint on the ski lift. Yeah. He'd just hand you a joint. <laughs> hey, man, I would always try to get on the lift with Todd because he always had. A <laughs> he would give me a cookie or he would give me. He had, he had a joint and because he was in a fanny pack. Oh, dude, he he just was like prepared, dude. He, he was, was like Spicoli. He was, he was like <laughs> he was like the most prepared guy for the trip and I fucking appreciated the shit. Every time. Yeah. And then I think at one time he he thought he did a you know, turned around to walk to the bathroom, but he only halfway turned and like literally walked into the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> and then and then we didn't see Todd anymore. <laughs> he knew that was enough. That was really, that was I good. have a memory of someone throwing up in a in a waste paper basket in one of the rooms. But yes. there was no bag in it. It was just a wicker, was a wicker basket. Bag. So there was like the wicker pattern on the wall of the puke that went through it. You're right. Oh, I don't know terrible. Wrong. I remember that. I remember that too. We were like, oh, we'll just take the basket in the other room. And the next thing you go, nope. Oh, no. It's all cross, over the cross pattern of puke. <laughs> Literally was not set up to be puked in. You could not have picked a worse receptacle to fucking barf into than a wicker basket. Oh, yeah, I miss those days. Dude, it was great. And then everyone would bring food. Like, each each one of us would bring some sort of food to share. We had fucking gobs of food oh, there. Tons of food, tons of food. It would be, like, chilly one day. Like, we had all the meals planned out. And it and was. It, you it put really, your shit in the fridge, and it was, you know, if you wanted a beer of mine, you'd take it. And I, yeah. nobody asked anyway. We, we, we always to, had plenty of shit. We did. I don't did. ever remember. Maybe we may have had to take a run to get beer or something during the day. But, <laughs> That's possible. But, yeah, And um, I always remember the... the the fan tossing, we come yeah, home from the bar. Throwing shit in the fan upstairs. Oh, yeah. Like, again, entire bags. So like juvenile, but how, 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 yeah, how hard dude. did we laugh?
I'm sorry, man. Here's the thing. I, <laughs> I decided when I was 14, I looked around, and I say this all the time, but I looked around and I saw adults, and I saw how they acted. Yep. And I saw how stuffy they were and how they couldn't take a joke and nothing was funny. And I literally vowed to myself, probably 12, 13, I was like, I'm never going to be like that. I'm going to keep the mentality I have right now, right now my whole life. I'll do adult shit if I have to, but I'm not going to change my mentality. And I literally have not matured since fucking 12. <laughs> like, I'll do some adult shit, but farts are fucking hilarious. They're funny every you time. Know, every two, time. I have two boys. I have a 10 and a 13-year-old boy. And, bro, like, I let my boys swear when they're around me. Yeah. I want them to be... I, Here's what I don't like what people what we do to kids in this country and really in the world is we fucking shield them from everything. We protect them from everything that's adult and everything yep. that's this and everything that's that. And kids are the most curious people on the planet. Yep. They literally yep. just want to they, know everything. Like we did. And why do we not let them know everything? We do this thing where we go, Oh, you're not old enough to know about sex. You're not I'll talk to you when you're an adult. I'll talk to you about it when you're eighteen. Too late, man. My it ten is. year old's it already is. looking at boobs and stuff. If I don't answer his fucking questions, he, he's a fucking idiot. He he's playground kids. Friends will dance. Yeah, yeah. So literally, yeah. <clears throat> my kids came home one night, and my ten year old saw a uh, YouTube video. He asked me what a marital aid was. He said, Dad, what's a marital aid? Because and then I go, Well, what do you mean? And he showed me the video, and it was just a blurred out big rubber dick. <laughs> and I go, uh, All right, man. Um, well, well, it's pretty simple. It's like if a woman wants to make herself feel good, which is called masturbating, like if she wants to masturbate, she would take this, and it's like having a man without the man attached. She can do it herself, and she can pleasure herself with that. There you go. Yeah. You know, and I, I just basically laid it out point blank. I didn't mock him or laugh at him for bringing it up. I didn't sure. shame no. him in any way because they used to shame us for oh, the yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? You don't need to know about it. Right. No, he fucking asked me he wants to know. And I literally told him... Because he's curious, like you said. Like, yeah, why, why am I not going to ask him? And I told my kids, like, I have two rules. Listen to me and don't lie. And I'll listen to you and I won't lie to you. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you the mm -hmm. fucking truth about everything. You tell me the truth. I don't same. care. You make yep. a mistake... I don't fucking care. I yeah. made a thousand fucking mistakes. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to shame you. I'm not going to fucking belittle you. You're going to know what you fucking did. You're, if yeah. you fuck up, you're going to know. We you all know, know when we fuck need, up. We you do. don't need me fucking harping at you. You don't yeah. need that. So, yeah, and it just opened this floodgate, and now they, they ask me all the time. More the 10-year-old than the 13-year-old. I think he's pushing the, the, the part where he's going to be starting to be interested in girls. And I remember right before I got interested in girls, everybody was telling me I was going to be interested in girls. And I was oh, like, sure. enough already. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. fucking don't like them. And then literally, <laughs> like, literally like overnight. Overnight. Like, oh, no, now I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to fuck every one of them. So I think he's like, enough he's already. But the 10-year-old's like, Dude, he comes. He asked me what cum was the other day. He's like, Dad, what's cum? I'm like, well, well, it's a slang term. For when a man ejaculates, sure. or when a man has an orgasm and ejaculates, it's also a slang term for what comes out, that's cum, and it's also a slang term for when a woman yeah. uh, has an orgasm. But I'm literally like laying it out in medical terms. I'm not like, yeah, and you put it in a fucking cum, <laughs> shove a thumb in a red pole. But, <laughs> but my thing, man, is if he has the questions, I'm going to answer him. Why, why would I not answer the no, questions? I agree. I, I, don't I, like when, I don't like the idea of my kids turning 18 and then we release them into the world and they go, 
Oh, what the fuck? This is what up? you told me. This is harder than you. <laughs> uh, uh, I was, uh, it was bad enough Santa wasn't real, but all that other shit's not real. That, that <laughs> I can be anything I want and all that stuff. Yeah. And like all the fucking pep talks. I'm with you. I've always, and it was, I had, you know, oh, my, my son, which was easy. Um, I had the talks too, but my two daughters, it's a little different, but I've always told them, I'm like, and now, like last night, Jordan. Ooh, did it come to fruition on you last night? Jordan, Jordan's goal, my youngest, who turned 19, his is goal is to make me feel uncomfortable. Make dad, oh, and she nice, was, nice. she was going for it. She was a full gear last night with <laughs> yeah. a couple of drinks in her. But I've always, you know, had to say, I don't care how uncomfortable you are, dad. You've got to just not act like you're uncomfortable and let, listen. Because, yeah. you know, we're not together. I, you, I don't have, ask your mom. And, you know, yeah. she's in the bedroom going, yeah. so I wanted him, shit's going to happen at my house, too. So, yeah, we've always, we've talked to her. The only time I've ever is was when they asked me, like, stuff I've done. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll, I'll tell you what I've completely done at 18. You know Well, that I mean? doesn't yeah. teach him anything. Well, <laughs> I mean. But I'll answer their questions. Yeah. I will answer their questions. I mean, look, I'm not, I don't tell them everything, everything. Well, exactly. Like, yeah. I don't tell them everything I've done. There's certain things they don't need to know, but if they have a question, I don't give them extra information. Right. I'll answer their <laughs> right. question. Right. And then I'll try to... Let's not add anything extra. I'll try to turn like it into a little <laughs> lesson or whatever, you know. And uh, But the main thing is, is I don't laugh at them. I don't... Right. Make yeah. it seem weird. They shame the shit out of us, dude. And nobody yeah. told me anything about sex. Nobody told me anything about anything. I didn't know shit, dude. All right, go figure it out on I your own. Anything. We had health class, and bro, I fucking listened to Bernie Sandlin. I remember what that fucking guy told <laughs> he me. Must have had him too. Yeah, that's the mother. That's the teacher that put me up against the wall one time for calling him Bernie at school. Oh, that was Mr. Kosky did that to me. I didn't call him Bernie, but. <laughs> But yeah, Bernie hated when people called him Bernie. Yeah, yeah, oh, I oh. found out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I remember Bernie Sandlin saying once, man? One of the this has always stuck with me. Okay. He just goes one day. He goes, "Look, guys, I know what you're thinking. Oh, I marry a girl, I get to have sex whenever I want the rest of my life." He goes, "Well, I'm here to tell you that's not how it works." Oh, and I was boy. like, "Wow, Bernie is and not his, getting fucking laid at And home. his wife was a teacher, and she was hot. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, I but his wife was yes. pretty fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. She was for the audience, yeah." Mike and Dean uh, went to uh, high school together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so Bernie w- and Bernie, by the way, big tall ball guy. He, like yeah. I always figured Bernie'd pack him. Like Bernie. Do you always think? Hey, how did he get hurt? No, no. Oh, okay. I would, when he said that, I was like, "Well, how's she not fucking you?" Like he, I felt like he had a big hog. I don't know what it was. <laughs> probably did. He, probably he had big dick energy. And you're like, that guy's got a big dick. <laughs> like it'd be weird if he didn't have a big dick. You know? So if you were in the urinal, you would have peed. Just to see if he did. Yeah, I probably look. I yeah. probably ask him. Hey, can I look at you? Yeah, can I just see? It? Might I like to be formal about it. About I, I've name. always wondered. Can I just? Can I just peek? I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to touch it. I just need to, just a peek. Yeah. <laughs> I need. I need he to actually, answer this question in my mind. Bernie came and saw me do stand-up comedy. Oh, really? A few times at the Skyline. Yeah. And oh, that's he cool. Eventually, he died, man. I think yeah, he did. Yeah. Cancer. Or some I, shit. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Pretty much gets everybody. Right. He was that or AIDS. Yeah. I yeah. I don't think it was AIDS. I'm gonna go. <laughs> gonna go cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had uh, AIDS? AIDS? Twice. <laughs> I had twice. Yeah, I guess I clarify my question. Wow. Well, you just left that wide open. Well, I, was I, he the I only, didn't let you finish your question. Was he the only teacher that came and saw you? Did you have... We're like... Uh, Actually, yeah. I think he is the only oh, guy okay. from high school that came and saw me. Yeah, Koski got mad at me one day because he didn't let people wear hats in his room. And I was like, I'm wearing my fucking hat. <laughs> you, we don't have a dress code here, shit, Dick. You're not telling me I'm <laughs> right? not wearing a fucking hat. Yeah. Yeah, and he fucking walked down the aisle and grabbed my fucking hat and threw it in the garbage can. I picked the hat out and I 
fucking kicked the garbage can at him, told him to <laughs> fuck himself. And I went right down to the office. I'm like, Kowski's a fucking dick. He fucking took my hat off me. And they're like, well, what were you doing? I'm like, it doesn't matter what I was doing. He doesn't get to take my hat off and throw it in the fucking garbage. We don't have a dress code here. Fuck sure, that sure. guy. Yeah. I didn't get in any trouble for it. Oh. I was just like, fuck you, man. Fuck that guy. Yeah. And then I left the rest of the day. Like, I'll, I'll go back to class. I'm like, yeah, I'm going back to class. <laughs> right. <laughs> See you later, fucker. I got in my Skylark and lit up a cigarette. And peeled out. Peeled out and everything. I'm out of here, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking one wheel peeled that fucker around the corner. I need to go back to class. Good old, yeah, high school. I enjoyed high school. Dude, I mean. I had fun. I had I fun. I didn't really like it, but. No, not a fan. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Dude, I know you didn't. I legit have ADD, so I. I mean, I've said it before. I fucking cheated my way through. Oh, me I don't too. know how I graduated. I'm not even 100 percent sure I did graduate. <laughs> yeah. Clear, but I didn't. I don't have a diploma or anything. I I, I, I had fun because we were just partying all the time. Yeah. We just, you know, we you had know so much fun. What's funny about that? About like so people much. are like, oh, you need a high school diploma. Do you? Has anyone ever fucking checked your high school diploma? No, nobody's ever. You just tell them you have one. Right, no one's ever true. been like, oh, man, yeah, I want to see yeah, proof. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you just fucking tell them you graduated from high school. Yeah, right? they, yeah. What a scam you can't start until you bring it in. And I yeah, see. if kids knew that, look, you could just leave at sixth grade. No yeah, one's just ever say yes when you yeah. check the yes. yes. What are we gonna do? You don't have a copy of it. I don't have a copy of it. I've never. You know what? I I don't remember who said it or told me one time. They're like, you know, all those people with their diploma on the wall. And uh, you see a diploma on the wall, you're like, they're good. But you don't know if they were a CD student or if yeah. they are an A student. Yeah, and what's a diploma well, for? Some kind of fucking Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Career so, no one cares about. Don't worry about it. Because they don't know. Once you have it, you have it. Yeah, you could have scoot, skated on these all the whole time. Yep. But isn't the whole point of like the the whole point of college is to show people that you're trainable? That's what they say, that you have the ability oh, to learn. Yeah. And that would, in theory, make you a better employee. That's why you're better than... The next guy by having a diploma, yeah. Right, I mean, sure and then the better the school, I guess the theory yeah, is the more they, intelligent, and the more they teach able you better, to teach yeah. You and you can learn better. You can, right, you can survive. I don't know. That's why I stuck with the arts because I didn't have to rely <laughs> on my fucking intelligence, you know. Although I mean, I guess there's a little bit of intelligence. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously you had to. Yeah, there's intelligence to surviving, you know. There's intelligence a, to, to what you did. It's a curse, man. When I, you know, when I started doing comedy, I started looking at the world completely different because now. So, uh, how now, many years ago was that? Twenty-five years ago. Twenty-five fucking years. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. And when I started, like it, you know, you write a few jokes. You're like, oh fuck! Now I need to add. I need more jokes. So you just start paying attention to life. Yeah. And going, all right, when. When is Kevin going to say something funny? Well, maybe Dean <laughs> will say something that I could take on stage and be like, my friend said this one night. And then I was like, you know, so I just started, it immediately made me start to over-focus on life and over-analyze every single thing because it was survival. I needed to pick things out of my world that I could make funny on stage. So, I've, you know, you say that, and I've always thought this about you when you, what you just said about something, uh, you know, me saying something funny you could take for your friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you were surrounded by some pretty people that you could use use as stories. Me, right, you know, right. like Billy and, and yeah. Sean. And but I, I've you never know, been good a, at, like, storytelling. Like, oh, and then my friend Bill, he got drunk, yeah. and we put him in a sled and <laughs> put him down a ski hill. Oh, okay. I'm, I've never been good at that. I, I don't know what I do, to be honest with you. I, 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 okay, I was I'm, say, I'm I was trying like, to, like, revamp 
Like, I would have a lot of stories. You would have fucking Gary. You know, Gary and Mary's like Gary fucking Hendrickson, man. That guy fucking... I mean, there's a million stories, but it's it's hard for me to take those stories. Like, I look for little... Okay. I don't know. That's what, that's what I mean. I go even farther than just mining life for stories. I look for little... Just little... Th- I don't know. It's hard to explain. There's just little moments where you go, okay, I can turn that into a bit. Because now that I know my skill as a comedian, yep. and I know what I can do with whatever the subject matter is, if if I can articulate it... Like, there's some topics I'd love to get into, but I'm not smart enough to mm-hmm. navigate them. And, you know, they're topics that might be hot-button topics nowadays or whatever. And I don't want to get into it if I don't have knowledge to back it up and 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 plus you know nowadays you can't afford to divide the audience or whatever so true that's why it's i mostly that's why i mostly just talk about my dick because like everyone <laughs> can get on board with dick that. jokes are the best yeah like you said before farts are funny dicks dick shit, jokes are funny yeah. farts yeah just keep it in the you know the lower half of your body region. do you remember uh you were playing this oh, what's that the still uh, along the road still in been in Stealing Grove? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I brought my son. Oh, I don't remember that. No? You're no. there? Um, I mean, I do, but I don't. Cause... And, you know, here's what I thought. So I brought my son, uh-huh. and he was, uh, I don't remember, he was in high school. So he was he was in high school. Oh, okay. And we so we went, and we saw you, and yeah. uh, afterwards you came up, and you, uh, you're, you know, very nice to him, and you gave him a CD. Okay. And you're just like, here, you know, you can just have it. And he goes, because he goes, because it's funny to me to know that, you're now gonna bring that back and listen to this dick and fart jokes and swearing with all your high school buddies <laughs> yeah, yeah. And giggling in the basement, to, yeah, you yeah. know, to play it because you can't listen in front of your parents. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was right. Yeah, that's good, man. I'm glad I gave him that. Yeah, yeah he, was. he was. He appreciated that. That's he, good. Yeah, he always talks about that. Yeah, I always like when young people get into stand-up comedy because it's the shame of it is now is it used to be a pretty popular art. I guess it is now. I mean, there is ways to be successful at it but the younger generation doesn't appreciate stand-up comedy they call people that have youtube pages yeah, yeah comedians yeah. oh there's right, this yeah. comedian that yep. has youtube well he's not a comedian like this yeah. it's a very specific art you have to be able to stand by yourself on a stage yeah. in front of strangers right that's the art react yeah react to what the crowd you're, does you're, sometimes you're not a comedian just because you make youtube videos or vlogs or Whatever the fuck young people are doing that I'm not apparently not doing. Right, I don't. Yeah, right. I do feel like, like I definitely since the world went to shit, mm-hmm. I definitely have gotten back into stand up more. Like that was my kind of. I need something to fucking think about something else. Anyway. Yeah, and it's you know I think people we get in so much of this digital media where listen, listen to me, my attention spans shit. Like, yeah, yeah. If I look at a video and I think it's going to be funny, but it's 25 minutes, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking watch 25 right. minutes. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll just skip past that. Yeah, let's see know. if I can find something funny. Yeah. So, like, I tried to watch a Brian Regan special. Brian Regan's new special was my 10 and 13-year-old. Now, I've, I've kind of exposed him to comedy before. We watched it half of a Jim Gaff again, and they couldn't stay focused. But this one, I was like, guys, you have to treat this like a movie. You have to sit in the chair. Oh, okay. And you have to watch this. Start to finish. Yeah, it's an yeah. entire piece. It's a fifty-minute piece. It's not a YouTube video. You got to pay attention, listen, laugh. You got to listen to what he's saying. You can't have conversations like you have to fucking focus on the goddamn comedy. <laughs> Let's focus. And it was they they couldn't make it through. I mean, they got oh, yeah? fighting at one point. I'm like, guys, I can't stress to you how much you need to listen to all of this. <laughs> pay attention. Because some of some of the stuff he's talking about might come back later yeah. in the set, and you need to know what he. 
Like he's telling you a story. It's a narrative. It's an yep. uh, it's a fifty minute performance. That's what it is. Okay, you can't you can't fast forward on your through life. Like you have to fucking watch the whole thing. You can't just stop and. So it was a little frustrating, but moreover, they they really watched it and they really laughed and really enjoyed okay. it. And now my ten year old's definitely starting to get way more into comedy. I think my thirteen year old's cool. like whatever, dude. But my ten year old, I took them both to a show. And this is why I think the 13-year-old doesn't gravitate. I took them both to the show. I had a show in Green Bay. And I had them that night, and I was like, well, I'll just take them with to the show. They can see yeah, the new stand-up. Awesome, yeah. And it was like fucking 15. Take your kids to work day. It was like 15 people at this, uh, the green room in Green Bay, which would be so cool if people showed up, and nobody does. But uh, I did like 25 minutes, and then I go, hey, guys, can I bring up my kids? I want They want to try to do stand-up, so I want to have them come up and... We had gone over jokes on the way up. I gave Alex a joke. Okay. <laughs> and then I said, Regan, do you want a joke? And he goes, no, no, I got one. I'm going to do my own joke. Oh, oh wow. Oh, nice. And Regan's the older one. Regan's yeah. the 13-year-old. Okay. <clears throat> so the 10-year-old goes first, and the joke that I had given him is he goes, uh, hey, everybody, um, why can't Helen Keller drive a <laughs> oh, car? <laughs> And then they didn't say why, and he goes, he just looks at him like, you going to say why? And they go, why? And he goes, because she's a woman. <laughs> and bro, I'm telling you, it fucking murdered. He got a bigger laugh, and I got the whole time I was up there. Like, everyone loved it. And the look of pure joy that I saw on my son. Oh, I bet. Because he got that endorphin yeah. Yeah. that I get when I do it. I'm hooked on stand-up comedy. It's a drug, dude. To make yeah. strangers laugh is a fucking drug. Oh, I bet. And yeah. I saw that shit squirt out of my kid's brain, and I saw the clock. He fucking loved it, dude. He fucking just, his face was glowing. That's awesome. So then the 13-year-old gets up, <laughs> and he does his own joke. Okay. And it was, you know, I give him credit for trying original stuff. Sure, sure. But it, uh, it just, it didn't work. You know, I love my son, but it was just about, you know, how come dad doesn't have a girlfriend? You know, because he has a bald-ass head or whatever. <laughs> so it wasn't even really, it was something like that, but it was like, it's not really a joke, it's just a statement. Like, you're just sure, pointing sure. out. Funny to him though. You know, and and honestly, man, I did help the ten year old out. I gave him a fucking gem, dude. Like <laughs> yeah, that well, right. Helen Keller joke coming out of a ten year old. Yeah, It's fucking twenty five times funnier because he doesn't even get it. <laughs> he doesn't get it. He doesn't even get it. Nobody expected that. Nobody answer. expected that at all. That's what it's got to be. So, I, so you didn't know what his joke was. The older child, you didn't know. No, his. well, he kind of ran it by in the car, and I oh, was like, I was like, is that? I mean, is that how you want to word it? Like, it needs to be like a maybe a screw oh. at the end, or he's like, no, no, I think it'll work, and I was like, I need to learn on his own. Yeah, you're right. But basically, right. the 13 year old fucking bombed. He had to follow his brother who murdered, <laughs> and then he he did not get. I mean, they gave him some courtesy, a little ha ha, but it was noticeable. He knew it. He's like, oh, my joke didn't work. Cause Alex got all the laughs. He's mad at his brother for doing better than him. You know. So does uh, does he tease him? Uh, I was no, they, than you. they they kind of let it go after okay. that. And, okay. Uh, but yeah, the the ten year old though on in the car on the way home, he's like, Dad, I definitely want to do that again. Yeah. And my thirteen year old in the back, he's like, I don't need to do it again. <laughs> but I gave him credit, man. I mean, I'm well, telling you, when he got the laugh, the look on my ten year old's face was he was glowing. Yeah. He was, I bet, I bet. He, he, and I could tell it was like, he just got a fucking dopamine rush like a motherfucker, man. And, yeah, it was great. 
Yeah. And that's the first, yeah, the first one he's got, or you know, the first rush yeah. he's he's gonna have. And someone yeah. took a photo. He'll remember of that forever. Someone oh, took yeah. a photo of him on stage. I'll even show you. Oh, I that's made, cool. I made a. Uh, I made a headshot for him, so he could start <laughs> doing stand-up. Perfect. <laughs> see if I have it on here. Yeah, there it is. Like, hey. Yeah, there he was. Nice. <laughs> headshot. That's perfect. Nice. That's it. He murdered with that joke, I'm telling you. I got it on video somewhere, but... Sure, I bet, yeah. I, I think I put it on Facebook at one time, but yeah, it was, it was fucking great. He hasn't done it yet, but, but we talk all the time about comedy, I'm like... He brings up joke ideas, and I'll be like, okay, well, we need to shorten it. Yeah. Too long. Like, okay. Know, it's word okay. conservation. So he's really into work. it. I think so. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. He's into drawing. That's his. My 10-year-old, the kid can fucking draw. It's amazing. I know everyone brags about their kids, but he's fucking really yeah, good. Yeah, he'll do it. And I encourage the fuck out of it. And I, brought him, I bought him a little digital drawing pad with a pen and everything. Oh, yeah. And, bro, I'm like, I tried fucking around with it one night, and I was like, I don't. I could never figure this out. Dude, he pulled it out the other day. He's making animations and stuff. He's like drawing each individual painting oh, wow. and then running it as an animation. I'm that's like, cool. So we should have had him helping with the <coughs> recording. Dude, honestly, earlier. that's what I did, right? <laughs> when we were setting this shit up earlier, I go, do, do any of us know a 13-year-old we can have come over here? Bam. He would Dude, have I been... swear to God, my kid fucking, I was, there's been numerous times I'm doing something with my phone. And yeah. a 13-year-old look over and go, Hey, you know, there's an easier way to do that. <laughs> hey, did you know your phone can do this? You don't have to do it like that. You get, I'm like, Jesus, man. Right? No. Yeah, no, I don't. If I knew, I would do it. Dude. No, the I don't. Really. Any of us at in at our age, you know, pushing fifty, that, that any of us know how to work any of this is miraculous. We literally did not have we had any of yeah, that's true. Right right now. Now. We had to learn in our late twenties yeah. how to use the internet. Most people learn shit when they're kids. My kids learned. Right. When they were fucking babies, how to use shit. Yep. And my and to your point about the YouTubers, my yeah, my both my daughters, I took them down and they went to a, see a YouTuber live. Yep. You know, and they and several yeah, times I, t- I just took my kids comedian. to Florida. All they could talk, we drove through Atlanta. All they could talk about is, oh my god, do you think we'll see fucking Bailey Levine or whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is, whatever the new one is this oh, week. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't Dude, know. Dude, there was one. My Curtis ten, Connor. Curtis my, Connor is who they went and saw. Oh, they're all hateable. There was one. <laughs> yeah, right. There was one my fucking 10-year-old used to watch and play games. He, he would play Minecraft and he would fucking scream. He would just, ah! Ah! <laughs> like every 30 fucking seconds playing this game. And I was like, I don't care what you listen to, what you watch, but you cannot fucking watch that guy with me around. <laughs> Go in your room. I can't. I'm going to break your phone. This, this fucking talentless piece of shit, who, by the way, probably makes fucking oh, $18 yeah, million exactly. dollars a year. Yep. That's probably really what bothers me at my core. Yeah. I'm like, I got to listen to this. I know what he's doing. He's just fucking being obnoxious. Right. And I want to fucking smash the phone, but... But, well, I don't, but I don't yell him. I don't say anything. That was the one guy I was like, I just, yeah. I can tolerate can most of his shit. I can listen to it if it's in the background. I, I don't. I'm never like fucking quiet. Turn that shit up. I'm like, I fucking live it's with their it. thing. They like it. Yeah, if they're they having buy fun. They buy both fucking wireless Sick. headphones. So I don't fucking listen right. to it. Yeah, yeah. So something happened. They bought the tickets and they actually got like backseat. They're in uh, meet and greets and all that. They just love this guy. Chris. Oh, oh, Chris. Yeah, yeah. So I was. There's a thing. My dad lives in Milwaukee, so we were going down and I was gonna. Yeah, I'll drop you off and I'll go do something with my dad. And something happened where they were like, "Well, we won't be home until later." So I was like, "Well, maybe I'll go with you. This guy's funny. I'll go with you." Yeah. So I brought him to the thing and I said, "I don't care. I'll 
you know, you got your tickets up front, and I'll just buy one ticket, and I'll sit in the back. I don't care. You know, it's it'll yeah. fill the night. Yeah. So we're in the lobby, and I'm everybody at the box office, and I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah, I if I get one single ticket and I get stuck in a row of all these 13 to 17 year old <laughs> yeah, girls, yeah. and then one guy in the middle, yeah, it's pretty hot. I went. I'm getting hard just thinking I did, about it. <laughs> Call it. I just remember. Oh, wait, you thought it was a bad. Thing. I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't do it. Well, because you don't want to get a heart on it. <laughs> next to. And I, how do I explain when I have to get yeah. a, get up to go get a beer? Yeah. And I got a heart. You know. Yeah. yeah. I just said, I'm like, girls, text me when you're done. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna go somewhere else. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. So see you later. And I, I, yeah. I remember going. Yeah. See, but now me as a comedian, as being a comedian, like I told you, I look at everything in life differently. Yeah, yeah. I would have gone and <laughs> sat in a row of 13 to 17 year old girls. Hoping I could write a joke about it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. There's so many things I've done in the last 25 years that I've done just because oh, I okay. really... And I never get stories out of it. I'm not a storyteller, so I don't know why I keep tricking myself into thinking. Someday. Maybe. Well, maybe someday I maybe. can write all these stories down. I don't know. And that's the night I was like... I, I started... What's in Walkie Night? And I was going to go see Joy... Um, what's his name? Bayhart? Yeah. He was in Walkie that night. Joy Behar from The View? No, <laughs> fuck you, no. The, the You just said yeah, like I... I did, because I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, that's... The bald guy, the bald comedian guy. Wasn't his name Who? Joy? He was on Chelsea lately? Joe Coy? Joe Coy. Joe Coy. You combined his first and last name. Joy. It happens. <laughs> it happens. No, it doesn't. No, I, no, I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no him it doesn't. Him and names are not... I apologize to yeah. him. Is I didn't mean to... Dan? <laughs> Yes. It would be Dan, right? Yeah. It would be Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With two ends. <laughs> It'd be Dan. There you go. And you're Carol. <laughs> Carol, right? Wow. Uh, do you think you can carry this podcast while I take a leave? No, <sighs> no. I'll it, go out by the cabana and take a piss. Well, it's a pretty pretty sweet setup we have here. That's where all the hotties are. Yeah, I would. I wish I would have went, but it was. I think the ticket was eighty bucks. I. Yeah, there are so many of these. I, I I have no idea who this is. Is he? What does he do? Joy? No, 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 no. Um. Oh, Joy. Joy is the stand-up comedian. I, I'm, you know, what does the YouTube dude do? I don't even know. They do skits. They talk. They loved it, so I don't care. So his special talent is he does skits. I don't know. I don't get this, Jen. I don't. I don't either. I mean, he. I don't think they set up and told jokes. To Mike's point, he, he just they weren't one guy alone t- telling jokes. I mean, they don't tell jokes on their YouTube channel. They do kind of skits. They just act. I don't know. Huh. They they went. He met him. She. They met him. They loved him. They think he's funny. And they're selling out these places. Could be. I don't know. That's insane. I did not go see. That's the night I went and saw that band. Uh, you saw yeah. Mount Joy. Mount Joy. Yep. That's maybe that's where I got Jesus it. Jesus Christ. I went and saw <laughs> Mount Joy. The Mike, band. Mount Joy. I think you said Mike Joy. I did. I could have. Yeah. I, so you, you want, my my mouth goes before. I guess my you brain. didn't. You didn't really mess up Joe Coy's name. You just missed. I. I <laughs> what, what you went to do was so different. Name was so close. You just mixed Ooh, it up Joy. that way. Everyone knows. I Joy. no. So that night I did not go see him because mm-hmm. I was like ah, I didn't want to spend that money. See who? I'm not saying Joy. it. I'm literally not going to say it again. So fuck you both. Um, it's, I went and saw a band called Mountfish. You know Mountfish because he's Asian. Yeah. You know it's incredibly racist that you can't say his name, right? No. I... <laughs> hey, hashtag stop Asian hate. All right, Kevin, <laughs> stick your Asian hate over here. 
Giving us slanty eyes doesn't teach. Doesn't tell yeah, us who he is. Help. That doesn't help. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Pulling the corners of your eyes back right. and making yourself look Asian does not help this. No. Kevin, no. put the chopsticks no. down, man. Seriously, that's disrespectful, bro. But I'm trying to drink my beer with them. No, no, come on, man. Give you an A for it. Uh, still uh, racist. And yeah. You're canceled. I'm done. Oh, Joke like good people. Yeah. And well, this is funny. I, I I did, but I I ended up seeing it. I went to a band. And the name of the band was Mountain Joy. Just, oh. Mount, just Mount, Mount, Mount Joy. I don't know if we can believe you at this point. <laughs> I sure texted him, and I'm like, sure? hey. Was it Moy? <laughs> <laughs> this one you're adding letters. It doesn't make sense. I don't know anymore. What am I, mealed? <laughs> Mike mealed. mealed. Just mealed. Mealed? Yeah, that's about, yeah. Did At I the end you? of the night, that's about what it would be. Yeah. Did I tell you the time I went to Joe Coy's birthday party in Vegas? Um, I think I saw some... You posted some yeah. stuff on it. Sounds yeah. crazy. It looked like it was pretty well, freaking Well, me and my friend Bert Kreischer. I'm uh, not trying to name drop, but fuck. I was headlining in Vegas, and so was <laughs> my good friend Bert Kreischer. Hashtag and, the machine. Uh, the machine. Why is Mike making us bow right now to him? Yeah. <laughs> We're, We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not right now. <sighs> no, I'm still like, you know, I still can't believe some of the cool shit I get to do. So that night I was like, oh my yeah. God, I can't believe Bert and I are fucking hanging out with Joe Coy. I love Bert. Bert. I think he's yeah, we went to this fucking club where it's, I feel like I told you guys this time. You did? Oh, that's right. I did? Alright, never mind. Uh-uh. I just went to the club. I mean, I didn't know. I know you didn't tell us. Got my know. dick sucked by a Filipino. <laughs> but uh, no, so Joe I, did that for you. I met Bert. I went, and, I went and saw Chrysler's <laughs> show. Uh, I think he was at the Mirage or something, and then um, we went over to Joe Coy's party. It was at some club that I had no business in. It had like a fog machine and a DJ and neon lights and. Everyone was bouncing, you know what I mean? Yep, I, yep, I immediately yep. walked in and I was like, well, I don't belong here. <laughs> but I'll look at some young whores and see what I can get sure, out of it. But yeah, we went over and he had this whole VIP section. He had like four or five tables rented out or whatever. And they were just bringing food and fucking drinks. And fucking Chrysler gets up on the back of the fucking booth and takes his shirt off and starts dancing. And immediately security <laughs> runs over and they're like... Sir, you can't have your shirt off. You can't have your shirt off. And one of the security guys is like, hang on. Hey, that's the machine. That's for Christ. He's cool, man. He can have his shirt off. He's allowed. And he fucking just stood up. I mean, it was great. Fucking uh, Joe Coy. I'm not trying to start rumors. Bless his heart. But I swear to God, he must have been on fucking Molly or something. Because I introduced myself to him and... The, the record label that I work for, he's actually on our record okay. label. So I was being a douche and being like, hey, man, just yeah, uh, yeah, the right. record label you're on, just letting him know I'm not some random piece of shit just trying to get some kind trying of in. Yep. Dude, he fucking hugs me. Oh, I fucking love you guys, man. I fucking love you. He's fucking kissing <laughs> me on my cheeks and shit. And then we, we hung out for a few hours, and then we went to leave, and... I mean, Coy fucking grabbed me, man. Thank you so much for coming, bro. He's fucking <laughs> hugging me. I'm like, bro, I literally have known you for fucking for two hours. What are you just doing? Just met you. Yeah. But, but it was that, his birthday, so he could do what he yeah, wants. That's true, right? I mean, and he had family there, too. So I, I kept to, like, in my head going, would he be on Molly with his family? Like, I think his mom and shit was there. But, <laughs> but he was so you felt out of place. He, what do you think his mom felt? He was definitely <laughs> fucked up. She didn't seem to feel out of place. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, she's been around his money for a while. I guess when you have money, you could just rent yeah, out things so you yeah. don't belong, and then immediately you belong. Then yeah, four yeah. or five tables. You know, sure, sure. You can talk yourself into going, yeah, I belong here. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. It all changes with money, dude. I, I work Vegas yeah. four or five times a year, you know, BC, before COVID. 
But uh, <clears throat> it's all money, dude. You see it walking around. Yeah, like, I bet. If, if you want pussy, it's money. If you want anything, anything. it's money, dude. It's all think, money. I think, uh, you know, when me and we plan our next Vegas trip, we might have to link it up with when you're playing. Yep, absolutely. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm down there in May with some fucking Like this food. May? Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't been there in so It's been... I remember the last time I was there. May 12th through 15th. Last time, well, last time we were there, it was me, you, and Pavich. Yeah, Three that of was... us. Jesus. That was, uh... That was, uh, we were... Because me and Pavich have the same birthday. So yeah. we were going to, in April, and then we went... We It was in May, so we went and saw Dave. We waited till May to go see Dave at MGM. Oh, that's right, yeah. And Dave was there two nights. Well, I ended up... Yeah. So we, the three of us, went out, and we went to Dave one night for our birth, me and Josh's birthday. So we went out you for the weekend. Do, you didn't do two nights? Well, we did because we wanted, we wanted to do well, Vegas too, yeah. But I did because so we're sitting. Um, I think we're in New York, New York, and somehow Cliff like texts Josh and he's mm-hmm. like, "So somebody must have posted that we were there, you know, on Facebook." And Cliff was like, "You fuckers are there, <laughs> and, you know, you're gonna see Dave." We're like, "Yeah, we're you know we're gonna see Dave tonight, um, but he's here tomorrow night." And Cliff was like, kind of quiet, and he's like, "Fuckers, I hate you," you know. And I was the next thing he's like. All right, I got a plane. I'll be there tomorrow morning. Um, who wants to go with me tomorrow night? <laughs> and they're like, well, those two wanted to get into a poker tournament on oh, Saturday. Yeah, we were playing so we were going to do Dave Friday night and then a poker tournament Saturday night. Yeah, so I was right. like, I don't give a shit about poker. As much as that, I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll go again. Yeah, you'd probably so, be out the first hour of the fucking tournament anyway, and you could be we, on a day for we were, we were. Yeah, of course. We were. I didn't yeah, yeah. bring that part up. <laughs> I played many tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hour who? It's like fifteen. Hey, minutes. hey guys, this is gonna take like seven, eight hours. To and Twenty minutes later, like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. some fucking queens. Yeah, yeah. So, so literally, Cliff flew out Saturday yeah. morning. Got uh-huh. there, met up with us. Me and Cliff went to the show, the Dave show. Those guys went and played, and then we went and met up afterwards. Yeah, I, I think that might have been the night of the. Oh no, wait. Maybe I'll let you decide if you want to tell that whole story. Oh, uh, when you guys killed that hooker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one, we don't talk about, talk about that one too much. <laughs> one of the best Dave shows, I don't know if I tell you this story, not even a story, but one of the best shows I ever saw was in at the Gorge in Washington. Uh. And I was there by myself. I just I had some gigs on the West Coast, like around, in Washington or something, and in Oregon a couple of weeks out there. And I was like, I'm going to go see this fucking show. And I had a bunch of mushrooms, so I ate a shit ton of mushrooms. <laughs> And I just sat up. They, I didn't have lawn seats. I had seats that were closer, but I was like, I don't want to be around people. I want oh, to space. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. So I, and Dave's good wherever you are. So I went back up on the grass. Yep. And just fucking sat there. I had a little blanket I brought with and just fucking shroomed my dick off. And fucking <laughs> Listen to live myself, Didn't give a fuck about anybody else. Yeah. But I've always said that. It's cool to be at a concert and not have to go... All right, where is everybody? Is everybody here? Okay. Oh, what yeah. happened to fucking Billy? Where's Billy? Yeah. What happened to... It was just like, it's just me. I just have to survive this thing myself. <laughs> so it was very fun. And the gorge is beautiful. Dude. Oh, like it Stop it. Heard that. Heard that. We should have been there. Fucking amazing. We should have been there. We, were, we got our tickets. And when I pulled out, I was leaving because I was living out of my van because I used to live out of this minivan when I was <laughs> stand up on the road. Down by the river? Yeah. And as I'm... I left because they played Watchtower for the encore and I was like, I'm done. I've seen it enough. Guess who's getting out of the parking lot early? <laughs> I mean, God bless them. But right, right, at I know. Time, at, this, at this time, they were literally playing it every fucking show. Yeah, I've yeah. I've seen them 32 times, and probably 28 of those they played. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I'll get, I'm old. I'll get in the parking lot. So I, I, I get out to my car, 
and I end up getting like stuck in a parking jam anyway or whatever. Or they wouldn't let me out or something. And uh, probably 15 minutes passes by, and then the fucking tour buses fly by me. And then the guy lifts the barricade and lets me out of the parking lot. Like, he wouldn't let me out early. Uh, and the reason he wouldn't let me go is because I was somehow right with the path where the tour buses leave. So I don't know if Dave's on the tour bus or not, but I was like, fuck it. I'm going to follow him a little bit. And they happen to be going on the same interstate I was going on. Okay. Where I was heading east. I, was, I think I was coming all the way back to Wisconsin or some shit. But, bro, I could not keep up with them. They were going legitimately 95 miles an hour in these fucking tour buses. I could not fuck. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. Holy fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. Three tour buses, and they were hauling the fucking mail, dude. I could not believe how fast they were going. I think I'd want to be in one of those things doing 95. Yeah. It terrifies me anyway, dude, to have somebody else drive. I'm going to sleep while you drive. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm too big of a control freak. I can do it on an airplane because I know that there's autopilot and there's another guy. And you can't can't fly the plane anyway, But yeah, well, I can't help. But a tour bus, I know I can drive it better. (laughs) I love driving. I'm a control guy, too. It takes me a lot. Yeah, all our trips, he drives. Yeah, I will not let this motherfucker drive. I'm the driver, too. Oh, God. Every trip I ever do. And people are always like, man, I can take a turn. And I'm like, no, no, I got it, bro. Yeah, I actually like it. I like it. Yeah, I do, too. It's great. You got the gene. So I I do my my standard, I offer. Yeah. But I'm like, you know he's going to say, yeah. Pull the blanket up. Hey, you want me to drive? And I tell tell everybody that rides with me, you don't have to offer. And you don't have to feel bad if you fall asleep. You yeah, take sure, a nap sure. I kind of like it better when you fall asleep. I don't have to talk. <laughs> Honestly, man, like I fucking love to drive. It was my freedom, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got right. a nephew right now. He's fucking eighteen years old. Doesn't care about getting a driver's license. Has no desire to get a driver's license. Dude, that is all I thought of. You don't need a car to get eleven years old to sixteen. You don't need a car to get pussy anymore, apparently. I don't think they care about getting pussy. Oh, because they live. You need a car. Where are you gonna get laid? They I live, don't know, but they're okay. not thinking about it, man. Because they live this fake life on the internet, on oh their phones, this God. social media life. They they live this alternative life. They don't live the same life. It we makes did me when feel we, were we didn't because I mean, a car. I look forward to your my license, license for the car, right? Backseat freedom. You can get away and from your freedom. Mom. You can get away from your parents. Yeah. My kids have no desire. Well, probably because I'm a nice parent, but they have no desire to get away from their parents. Sure, sure. Like we, I feel like we had an innate just desire to get the oh, yeah. fuck away. Oh yeah, we wanted nothing to do. Yeah. Ah, oh, when can I get my license? I can't can wait. I go? I would put. I remember on my '69 Buick Skylark, I would put 25 cents worth of gas in there. <laughs> I could find a quarter. <laughs> I found a quarter somewhere. I would legit put 25 cents worth of gas in there, just so I could drive around this big loop I used to do around. You know, oh, like absolutely. Two mile loop. Yeah, just to get out of the fucking house, man. Just to get away from the family. <laughs> just to get away from, you know, that it's just this quarter. like it's like this inner yearning as a young man to like absolutely. It, I mean, it's instinct. You should want to get out of the house. But I'm saying that no, I'm all this social media and this fantasy world these kids live in, they're not. They're ignoring. They're not even experiencing the instinctual things that we had. Like I want to be a provider. I want to get out there. I want. I want my own house. I want my own car. They don't have it, dude. Well, it's weird. Uh, my kids do, which is great, and I don't know if it's why. Your kids probably miss the window. Your kids are a little older. You're old. That could, mom, maybe. Yeah, is eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I would say this is like a five last five year for now. Yeah, I'm okay. Fine. okay. She was already twelve, eleven, yeah, yeah, okay. thirteen okay. before that shit even happens. Because so. I'm because my twenty year old is always, and she we just talking about it again. She's got a roommate, but she's like, I want to live by myself. She wanted to get out and live alone. 
And yeah. uh, my youngest is going to Texas to go. And she's yeah. she's like me. She just wants to go yeah. do I shit. I think you missed the window. I think okay. it's mine being 13 and 10. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're so addicted to this fantasy world. But I, yeah. I, And I'm like a preachy dad when it comes to that. I just keep reminding them, like, that's fake. Right. Yeah. If yeah. I take your phones away from you and you don't have them for a year, n- none of that matters. Yeah. It's, it's still going on without inconsequential. you. It will go on without you. You can turn the phone off, put it on the other side of the table. This is the real world. Like I'll t- I'll, I put okay. things out. Like when we're in the woods, I'll stop them and go, this is the real world. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. It's not yeah. this internet bullshit. This is the fucking world you live in. But you you can't not, yeah. I know. I remember there was a point where I was like, well, I don't want to get them a phone. Yeah. You know? I had to get them When they were young. Well, you have to. So, look, so how do you honestly, not? Honestly, the good outweighs the bad. Right. the bad is bad. Yeah, that's the problem with it. I think the good, the connectability, the fact that I can call them whenever I want, even yep. though they never answer. <laughs> I can send them texts even though they don't respond. But but literally, like my my ten year old went through a phase where he was just watching these videos about interesting facts about animals, interesting facts about cars, yeah, interesting. Fair. You know, it's, yeah. so there's all these things where he's literally packing his head with probably more knowledge than his little caveman brain. Because that's what everybody forgets, dude. We're still fucking cave dwellers. We're still that fucking stupid. Ooh. Like, all of our instinct, everything we do, the way our bu- brain is built, built is for yeah. literally no electricity, no indoor plumbing, like, living in the fucking woods. And that's where all... This is the stuff I want to talk about on stage, is how there's all these... Now you're getting George Carlin. All these things that we do instinctively. Yeah. Racism's instinctive. Um, sexual harassment, all that stuff. Everything we do is fucking instinctive, man. Everything you do... I don't. I shouldn't say that. Well, racism is instinctive because if you lived in a tribe back in the day, and all of a sudden another tribe invade or came into your your Move camp next door. and looked different than you, you would yeah, be of course you're right. Yep. You would see it as a threat. Yeah. So it's literally just these latent things that are in our DNA. The problem is, is some people aren't smart enough to go. That's unreasonable. Right. It's just a guy right. that looks different than me. It's twenty twenty. But now I want to. I, I want to go find out about him. Let's go yeah, find there's out. Some people go the other way, but then there's some people who are like, God, I fucking don't like that. They don't look like me. And they literally have no, yeah. they have no reason for it. Right. Dude, racism's taught. I took my kids on this road trip to Florida last week, yep. and uh, we got stuck in this traffic jam, and my 13-year-old's got to take a dump, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I got to take a dump. You got to find a place, and I can't find a nice place. I'm looking for a truck stop, rest area, somewhere with multiple bathrooms. Finally, he's like, Dad, it's like it's. It's close. Like, you're going to have to pull over or I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I love it. All right. So I pull over. We're, out, we're outside of Atlanta, and I just pull off. The first Chevron sign I've seen. It's never good. Chevrons are never good. Right. But I was like, it's all I see. And I pull in, and, like, it was, like, it was about as ghetto as you could get. Uh, we were legit the only white people there. There were some really sketchy-looking black dudes there. Like and and my background with it is I've been traveling for 25 years. Yeah. I've been in every crazy place ever. I don't get worried about it. I just go in and do my shit. I'm six one. I feel like that helps me. Less people want to fuck with me. I'm yeah. a little more imposing. Yeah. And I smile and say what's up to everybody. Yeah, like, right. Cool. But in my brain, I was like, oh fuck! I just brought my kids to a sketchy as fuck gas station outside of fucking Atlanta. 
Mm-hmm. But my kids, dude, I swear to God, they literally, and I didn't say anything like, guys, be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of blacks around here. <laughs> like, I didn't say that. But in, you know, in my primitive brain and my limited interaction pre-16 years old with people that look different than me, like, there's, you know, some alarms went up. We got to be careful here. Some sketchy shit. There's a homeless guy sleeping in front of the place. You know, there's a guy selling mm. fucking Lucy's. Trying to sell loose cigarettes to my fucking ten year old. It's a sketch, bro. But I didn't say anything to my kids. And legit, they walked into that place like they would have walked into a quick trip here in Wisconsin. Right. It was, by the way, I think their policy is we don't hire black people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know why you feel comfortable here? Because we're all white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. their plan. <laughs> but they walked in. They, they literally. It was no different than walking in Good. anywhere else. My ten year old held the door for a guy. Like, here, man, I got you. And the guy's like, thanks, little man. And he's like, you're welcome. And then we buy our shit, and my my 13-year-old goes, thank you, to the lady behind the counter. And she looks shocked because no one ever says thank you. Right. <laughs> and my kids literally went to that gas station and, and left without ever acknowledging, holy fuck, we were the yeah. only white people there, and all those black guys look sketchy. So racism's learned, man. So if I'd have said something when we rolled into that gas station, guys, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. watch your when wallet. You We're surrounded by black. Right. That's how it fucking yeah, starts. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't say that shit, it doesn't happen. The kids don't give a fuck what you look like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have every kid in their class. They got Mexican. They got fucking black kids. They got fucking mungs. We have mungs here. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't see my first black person in real life until I was 15 years old. On a, I, I left on a Greyhound to move down to Arizona to live with my dad. I'd never seen. Well, I grew up in fucking Wisconsin. We yep. didn't have any fucking black people here. We had we had Hmong people, yeah. so I'd seen you know a quote unquote Asians. Yeah. But I guess aren't Hmong not even technically Asian or something? I don't know. I don't. We know. should know. We're surrounded by them. We don't. That's the problem with America. We don't know anything about. I them. don't think they. Right. Uh, yeah. I get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My uh, no, yeah, my buddy is is Hmong, and I I'm not sure. He talked to me about his culture a lot, which yeah. I, I, I really like. Yeah, whatever. Slim no, I, no, remember earlier when you were doing that Asian impression with your eyes? Oh, was oh, that your friend? Were you just doing an impression of your friend? <laughs> That's all I was doing. So anyway, I got, on the, I got on the Greyhound to go to Arizona, and we stopped outside of Chicago at a penitentiary or some sort of a lockup and picked up a bunch of recently released prisoners. Oh. And the reason I knew is because the Greyhound guy said ahead of time we're stopping hey. at the penitentiary and we're picking up recently released guys so these are guys that literally just got out of prison yep and they gave them their $40 stipend and they yep. put them oh, on really? a greyhound and, say, and you were right. <laughs> and remember I'm 15 year old Mike's never seen a black person in his sure. whole life and immediately it's like fucking black people you know what I mean it was like I mean n word fucking everything to each other. To each other, yeah. And they're just yeah, regular that's... people, you know? But they were obviously excited to be out of jail, so like... I'm hoping they're excited to be out of jail. <laughs> I, remember, I remember sitting there going, this is fucking great, man. Like, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm seeing the world. This is yeah, right? fucking great, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome culture. Like, I'm, I, I get to see people Love that are different. Love culture. And then I get down to Arizona, and I'm going to school with nothing but Mexicans and black kids and fucking Asians and... Uh, Native American, we had an Apache reservation down the road, and okay. I fucking loved it, man. I ate it up. I was like, this is fucking great, man. Right? And, yeah, yeah. And they mocked the shit out of me for how I spoke, because I had the Wisconsin Oh, yeah. A lot you're... worse than I do now, because 
I legitimately intentionally changed the way I spoke because they made so much fun of me for the first year down there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, don't, you guys probably don't realize how bad you are until, probably not. until no. you leave. We don't. And people point it out. But they literally, do. they harassed me so bad. I was like, all right, I'm just going to mimic everyone else's speech patterns so I don't sound like I'm from Wisconsin. Like Wisconsin. That's Wisconsin. you got to say Wisconsin. You almost have to put the emphasis on the second syllable. Sure, okay. sound like you're not from here. So I learned all these tricks when I moved down there, but I was immersed with all these different cultures, and I think that's the number one problem today with all this race bullshit that everyone's talking about, which I think is grossly exaggerated, because we do all get along. My kids and I went to that ghetto gas station. Nothing fucking happened. Right, Everything's right. fucking fine. Yeah. We all get along. But I think that they, it's just a... Uh, I think it's all blown out of proportion. I forgot. I had a point I was going towards there, but... Is <laughs> it gone now? Yeah, I do know when I moved up, because uh, um, I moved I moved from Milwaukee. I grew up in Milwaukee, and I moved to New London. I went to high school in New London. And then I would bring my friends. We'd, I'd be like, we're fucking going down to Summerfest. We're going down to... And I'd bring them down. And all of my buddies from New London, when I went to Milwaukee, that was... They'd never been there before. Yeah. That was all was their good. first exposure to... Right. You know, any yeah, people different culture. Because New London, had, you know... That was my overall point, is that the problem in this country right now is literally everything we know about each other, um, everything we know about each other, <laughs> we learned in movies and television. Right. We have done nothing since the early, late 60s, early 70s, but watch television, movies, TVs. That's if I didn't meet any black people in real life until I was 15... Every impression I had of black people was from TV and movies. So she knew. So yeah. of course I thought they were all fucking crack addicts and fucking murderers and gang members. Well, if you were watching seventies movie, that's, that's you, all they were. That's how you saw them portrayed. Every seventies right? movie, they were. So they were the realized, pimps. They I were think the, what yeah. I realized that day on that bus is like, oh, they're regular people. Yeah, they're right. Just, they're PM. And here's a weird fucking thing about the N word, man. That that. Uh, do you have you? What, what was the last time you watched The Nutty Professor? Uh, well, do you realize that movie is littered with N-bombs? The, the original or the Eddie, the original Eddie, Eddie Murphy one? Eddie Murphy. The okay. Eddie well, not Murphy, the original then. Not the original. The original not the Eddie Lewis. Murphy, Nutty Professor, okay. is riddled with N-bombs. I didn't know that. I, well, I guess I didn't. At one point, there's a black guy playing a piano, and he goes, not, Shut it down, niggerachi. <laughs> Bro, I have not laughed that hard in a long time. But why is it that we watched that movie back in the day... And that the N word didn't bother anybody. Yeah. Like we we want that's a yeah. fucking that was a huge movie. It's made huge. Billions in the box office. It's, it's so big. Littered with N words. I didn't know that. Yeah. I and we didn't even notice. But now we notice the fuck. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like I just said it. And I so now it. you understand after this podcast that movie we canceled because you pointed it out. Well, it and there's actually, so many listeners. Kevin, I hate to do this, and I don't <laughs> want to get deep on this, but it will not be canceled because it was a black guy. Kevin leaves, but that's, that's the truth: is that it won't be canceled because of that. Yeah, no, he's yeah, and he's allowed. But it's like the point is, is that like if we didn't make such a big deal out of it, I don't think the word matters that much. It's intent, obviously, if you call yeah. a black guy that, but. Yeah, we shit. all watched this movie. None of us gave a shit that that word was in there. Yeah, I mean, it didn't enter my vocabulary. It's not right. like I heard it and started using. Like, yeah, I didn't even know. Like, I was watching this movie with my kids, going, 
I can't believe how many times they're dropping the end in this <laughs> fucking movie. I don't remember that. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't. It and, wasn't a thing back then. It didn't it, matter. Yeah, it was definitely not. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, my, my dad driving truck saw it all, you know. So yeah, oh, dude. So when he would be, yeah. I had a CB for a while when I was traveling. Yeah, in a minivan. I put a CB there because oh, I was so bored. I just wanted something <laughs> to listen to. Nobody's more racist than truck drivers. <laughs> Nobody. And yeah. my dad was a truck driver too. And my dad was legit the most opposite of a racist person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what helped me when I got on that bus to go to Arizona is I remember my mom talking about I, I said something I brought up race or whatever and my mom had told me something my grandfather said. And my grandfather said, Well look, I was in the military with every different color yeah. there is and, and my theory is is if those guys are willing to die for me. It's yeah. all good. I got no problem with anybody right. who looks different than me. Right. And that, again, with racism being taught, hearing that at a young age taught yeah. me, like, well, that's your grandfather. You yeah, don't fucking good. hate on people for... It's a good way to look at it. it. Yeah. It's, it's just like, he's like, look, they're, they were all in it together. If we went to war, they'd all die for me and I'd die for them. Why would I treat them differently? Right, yeah. Well, yeah. Why would it be any different at all? Yeah. So I remember that being a kid. I remember hearing that and going, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. But... I mean, fuck Mexicans, though. I mean, really, if it comes right down to it. Man, fucking slanty-eyed I wish agent. you guys would have laughed harder when I said that. Cause I'm, Which part? Just, when I just said, fuck Mexicans. I was saying <laughs> it ironically, and you guys, you guys are like, yeah. You guys walked annoyed. away. Well, I know, but you guys nodded and approved of it. <laughs> you guys are like, they are bad, aren't they? <laughs> this is where the emails hey. that come from. Yeah, we make, don't get, make we sure we make, get no comments, but wait, now we're gonna get comments. Yeah, make sure we make something make fun of the Irish because we have we yeah. have a huge huge Irish following. Oh, do you have a following? Irish One guy over there listened. I was gonna say, how do they even make it through a podcast without fucking passing out <laughs> being drunk? <laughs> we, we um, that's the only chance I we have. You open that one. We um, I, I yeah, do. we got several several followers in Ireland. In, well, we're yeah, that's just because I. So are, we are plant. We're we're next. For my 55th birthday, we're going to go to Ireland. Oh, that's great. I can't You're going to do a live podcast with Fuck those yeah. two guys? Yeah, absolutely. Gonna come watch well, we, we keep, live one. We keep yeah, mentioning yeah. we're going to see <laughs> those two guys. Can we, can we stay with you? Hey, Sven and whatever. <laughs> I don't think Sven is uh, Ireland. I, I, I panicked. I didn't, do the, I didn't do the mental math on that one. I just threw out a name. <laughs> just go with Connor. I was like, maybe we were Connor. talking Connor. about Swedish people. Connor yeah. O'Fitzgerald, we'll go with. How's that? <laughs> Yeah. So the girl, one girl had a weird name, pretty sexy name, that you. Oh, okay. Wasn't it? Yeah, Chess Chessy Nothing Bottom. <laughs> nothing Bottom. Nothing Bottom. Yep, yep. There you yeah, go. It was her name was Chessy. Yeah, that was a weird. When Chessy. I had my podcast too, though, though, it was weird. Like you'd look at, oh, I got like ten listeners in Germany. Yeah. Oh, fuck are these <laughs> randos listening to my shit? You know what a lot of it is is uh, expats. It's uh, Americans that ended up over in those countries. Oh, sure. Because oh, okay. you, you feed your ego and you go, yeah, these guys in Uzbekistan are listening Fuck yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. They know English and they realize how great I am. They <laughs> love us. No, it's just some guy that married some bitch. Hashtag I am a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag that shit, bro. Hashtag it all. What am I, like nine beers into this thing? <laughs> I feel like we've been talking for like eight hours. It's been a while. 131. Hour and thirty one. How long do you usually make these train wrecks? Yeah, not this long. No, we don't care. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know nobody wants to listen to us for more than about five minutes. So usually try to. That's the attitude. That'll get you listeners. Uh, exactly. Thing. Who gives a fuck? 
If yeah. they like you, they like yeah. you. That's what yeah. I say. Well, we... <laughs> you know, I spent a lot of time as a comedian trying to be what I thought a comedian should have been instead of just being myself on stage. Right. I've come to this realization in the last five years. And COVID really sent it home, not being able to work. But, uh, yeah, just do what you do, man. Don't... Whenever you try to make something that people will like, it's a recipe for disaster, yeah. man. I hear you yeah. just do what you need, especially in this day and age with all this technology. If it's good and people like it, it doesn't even have to be good. If people like you, there's the key. Don't it's, listen it's to it. It doesn't good. have to be good. It's dude. not good. Can we can we like at least like start lighting your asshole on fire or something and putting the videos on? You've got to have video of us up skiing when I. I lit my farts on fire. Oh, yeah. I got fucking <laughs> fart videos. Dude, Ask really, and you shall receive. Right. I don't remember, but one year, I made a best of the farts and brought it up and had a VHS tape that I made. I mixed it up. And it was all, the, right. it was all the farts in a row. A, <laughs> and all these little bursts of flame. I forgot about that. Oh, that's fucking Oh, golden. my God. That's awesome. Dude, I gotta get that shit digitized. All the old shit. There's yes. so much good stuff in there. I mean, I hate. I mean, I'm proud to say I'm in. I'm in a lot of them. <laughs> There's only a few of us that would do it. I mean, I could probably send a few of you guys to jail with some of the videos I have. Holy fuck! I, mean, I don't know what the statute of limitations is on some of them. Uh, let's but... wait. Let's wait. Let's, let's make sure. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.